Hello everybody and welcome to episode 11. Let me tell you, I had such a good time recording this episode. I had my friend Chris and Nate on to talk about some deal breakers and it was really refreshing having some guys on that aren't caught up in the metal sphere. We had a very healthy conversation and I know you guys are going to enjoy it. So let's get into it. Today we have two guests, two guys here. You know, most of the time I do this, it's always my um, like stream of consciousness and I'm thinking from a, a, like a woman's perspective. So I would like to get you guys' um, input and opinions on some of these things. Today's topic is deal breakers. Do you guys want to introduce yourself? What's you guys got to give the stats. The stats? You know what the stats are? No. <laughs> Whenever I start talking to a guy, I ask for his stats. Like, if I haven't met him before, I'll, I'll get the stats. I'm not a baseball card. Not, no. like, what? <laughs> you got No, the stats, your name, your age, your height, and your zodiac sign. Damn. Hey, this, hey, this ain't visual. <laughs> this ain't, it's not visual, though. You good? Yo, who asked for height on a podcast? I am 6'7", oh starting <laughs> small forward for that lady. Yo, Hawks. he's lying. Okay, well, you can leave height out if you're embarrassed. No, I mean, I got to put it in now. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm Chris, 29. Five six. Uh, what was that last thing you said? Zodiac sign. Oh, I'm a Virgo. <laughs> you gotta say five seven. So I was gonna say five eight. I mean, I could round up. I'm five six and three quarters actually. Oh my God. Okay. Y'all can't see me, so I'm gonna say I'm five eight. Uh, yeah, I'm Nate. <laughs> I'm from Atlanta. I'm 22, and I'm a Taurus. I love a Taurus. Shout out to Taurus, my favorite sign ever. And honestly, shout out to Virgo too, because Beyonce's a Virgo, and you know I love her. So. She saves you guys. So yeah, today we're talking about deal breakers. I'm going to start very general, okay? And this is something I learned. My last relationship taught me this. A deal breaker is if you are broke. I don't give a fuck. I'm not ever in my life fucking with a broken nigga again. Never. And I, I don't think anybody should. I don't think guys should should just like mess with uh, broke women. Mm-hmm. But for me, I don't care. I don't care if you want to come up. I don't care if you trying. No. If you ain't got it right now, you can't get me. See, but we talked about this. You're 23, right? Yeah. You told me an exception to that. Okay, what was it? If he wasn't always broke. Okay. You said a former rich nigga currently broke. You could work with that. Well, it depends on why why he is broke now. Like, how are you rich and now you're broke? So what happened? You made a wrong investment. A bad investment didn't work out. I mean, I I think think it depends. Kanye West, he went from millionaire to broke to billionaire. I think it 100% depends. Like, we're younger, so, like, I feel like to be rich right now is kind of, like, super high. Well, Well, I guess if you're fucking with someone that's our age. But if you're not, if that's not your MO. No, that's what I, okay, so let me just clarify. When I was dating, and I dated guys my age, I would give them some grace. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. he still lived with his mama? Okay, I can understand that. Like, he doesn't have as much money as me. I can understand that because you're young and we're not in the same position. Like most people our age aren't where we are in life. Mm-hmm. So I can understand. But these 32, 27, 28 year olds who want to come knocking at okay, my yeah. door, actually, still living at sorry, your Sorry, I was trying house? to help y'all broke niggas, but y'all got that. I would actually, I would, I would, if you're going to make an age cut off for like a brokenness, I would say 30. Because even 27, 28, like they could be. Hell no. Hold on, time out, time out. They, if you're, let's say you're, you're a PhD student, right? Mm-hmm. Like, one day you'll make money, but you're still a student. One day. 
but I'm not gonna be the bitch that'll pay for you th- while you're in school just for you, you to yeah, yeah. no but here's the thing inherently i am like if you're broke and even if you're in school and you're broke you can't take me out on dates we going out to eat i'm paying nigga like it's that's not a situation where we can be equally yoked is how i feel and i'm not mm-hmm. gonna be the girl who's gonna wait around oh because in the future he'll have it guess what the fuck he'll also have in the future the audacity to cheat on me and disrespect me so no <laughs> I feel like he's a hundred percent just like no. I don't know. That's I feel the like the audacity. Of, I don't know. That's I think they always do a bigger thing like in American culture. I think American culture we have expectations about like how much money people should make by a certain point, and it's way unrealistic. Like we expect people to have money figured out by thirty and like have their own house and have their own car. But you could just look back at the people that you went to high school. Hell, I'm looking if I if I'm 29, right? Mm-hmm. And like I'm cozy, I'm fine. But if I look back at most of my peers from from high school and college, like a lot of them are not as well off. But they're still they're still they're getting to that point, right? They're figuring out their careers, they're advancing and that stuff. Well, that that without the other, but like it takes a minute. And you really, look at anywhere yeah. else around the world, people live with their parents till they're till, like, okay, late and that's 20s. fine. Like I get it, I get it. However, it, I'm operating knowing everything that I got for myself. Like, mm-hmm. why would I not want to be with somebody who has what I have or better? Like, if I know I'm living, if I got a spot by myself and I'm living alone, I would want somebody that's also living alone. Like, sure. if yeah. I can pay all my bills and afford to take myself on a trip or, or go do something, I would want somebody who can do that. And at this at this point in my life, I cannot deal with a broke nigga. I can't do it. It's a major deal breaker for me. I don't care how fine, how nice. Like, no, go get your life together and come back. Because really, if you broke, you shouldn't even be dating. Focus on getting that. Well, I don't agree. Get your money up. No, Hell no. That. That's not true. <laughs> if you're broke, why are you dating? Broke ass inside. Why? Like, it's about priorities. Like, if you're broke, why are you outside trying to date? Why not? But why, though? People because just deserve to be alone because they don't have a lot of money. Yeah, like, I don't think you deserve still... to be alone, but you cannot expect somebody to really take you seriously if you don't have your life together and you. not having money is a big part of that you a lot of people don't Maybe have you. their entire life together until like 30 35 like yeah. 30 35 is literally a man's prime i can like look at jk rowling well she she wrote harry potter in her 30s right you're not gonna bring her ass up i'm just saying like we this, support hey, the lgbtq over here i'm just saying <laughs> i ain't gonna let it slide but i'm just saying like if it, it, it's fair of you, like you can have your own standards, and that's what we talk about, right? Deal breakers. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can have your own standards, so you can say like, "Oh, I personally don't want to do anybody who's not at least in my tax bracket." Cool, mm-hmm. but I disagree with the notion that they shouldn't be outside. Yeah, overall, yeah. yeah. But okay. you can, you can. It's not like you can't multitask. That's fair. Y'all can have that, but I'm gonna just say this: that's We're to now. Jasmine Sullivan. If you're a broke nigga, you can't catch me. So stay over there i have my shit going and if you don't have it going then i'm not the one for you but you'll find somebody just not me i don't already said what my big deal breaker is you go ahead and express yours so for me i wouldn't i won't say this is my number one because i didn't think about it before today i wasn't prepared but a big one to me is it's more of a mental thing and i would say close-mindedness or like Mm. lack of mental flexibility so if everything that you believe in and everything you operate on 
you just do that because that's what you were taught to do. Like that's how you were raised. You have zero critical thinking ability. I can't do this. That's just how it is. Like you got to be at least if if you operate a certain way, and I ask you, okay, why do you feel that way? Why do you operate that way? And you can't explain it because you don't actually know. And we all know those people, right? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah. So like, what's the deal with that? And they'd be like, that's just how I was raised. Okay, but like, why? I don't know. That's just how it's, it's how I was raised. So you don't you you never thought about it? I think that's a lack of maturity as well. Like, I, I won't even call it that because you got people in their seventies who are like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's just. I mean, you can still be like seventy and like immature. True. True. Yeah, I think that's actually a good deal breaker to have. That was gonna say something like. No, I just think I think it's crazy how mine was being broken in your. <laughs> No, Real honestly, over here. no, that's a good point, though, because I saw this. I shared it. Actually, did you watch my story, nigga? You need to start watching my stories, look, bro. I tried. Your story is long. Your story is always so long. Because I be having <laughs> lots of You can barely see how <laughs> long. Like, God damn, you got spangles at the top. Bro. I tried. Well, I saw this meme, and I shared it on my story, and it was like, normalize dating people in your same IQ range. Here's the thing, though. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Because my thing doesn't necessarily apply to intelligence. Because you can be stupid and be open-minded. <laughs> you can be dumb and be, like, flexible and, and, and have the capability to change your thoughts on things. Mm-hmm. I was I wouldn't call it dating. I was messing with a chick, and she was dumb as a doorknob. Bless her heart. She was, the girl was so stupid. Damn. That's the reality. Like, she was... She, but, the thing was, though, we could still have these conversations because she had the ability to at least be introspective. Mm-hmm. And like if she if she held a belief on something and I asked her why and she was like, if there were anything, if there was anything that she felt just because she felt it, she was honest enough to be like, yeah, I can't really control how I feel about that. That's just how I feel about that. And we all had that stuff. Yeah. Like there are definitely things that I can attest to and say like okay this is not the most logical thing it's not the most logical feeling i could have but at the same time i can't help it that's fine the difference was like i said she was still open-minded mm-hmm. wasn't that smart but she was open-minded not it didn't work out because she wasn't that smart Damn. but it wasn't a deal breaker open-mindedness is super important though like i feel like if you can be open-minded that shows like a level of mental and even in some cases like emotional maturity like mm-hmm. if you can show that kind of range you can like be a better person like or just you're just a better person to be around in general so yeah and i think it also allows you to be more comfortable with the person if they're open-minded because sometimes you want to talk about stuff and you don't want it to be received the wrong way like it's Mm -hmm. just a conversation that you want to have and you know those people where if you just say a few words you're like oh my god how could you think that way why would you even say it i don't know and it's like yo can we have a conversation like yeah can we at least talk about it yeah Okay, let me just let me just let me just this. say this. There are certain things I can be open minded about, but there are other things that I think is the principle. So I think it's it's either it's black or white. Like it's no gray area in that shit. You so have some things, things like I, I don't. I'm not gonna be open minded. So if I hear it and it's some bullshit, I'm just like that's just bullshit. But well, if give it's me some, an example. Okay, so for example, I was seeing a guy, and he was deep in the manosphere. Like when I say deep, he was like red pill type shit. Red pill. I I mean, he wasn't so deep that he hated me, but he was so deep that he 
the way he interacted with me, like, not the way he, no, because he actually didn't interact with me in a negative way, but it was more like, every time we would be laid up, he'd be watching some Manosphere nigga on his own podcast talking about some bullshit about some women, right? And I would just be like, that's such bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he got upset with me. He was like, why can't you be open-minded? Or he had watched this video, like, you know those videos that's like, I'm a racist or I'm like a, a murderer and they explain all their shit? Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, why wouldn't you want to hear somebody out like that just to see their perspective? And I was like, why the fuck would I want to see the perspective of a racist? Like, why would I want to see the perspective of someone who's talking shit about women and I'm a woman? Like, I can't be open-minded about that shit because it's the principle. It's like a morality thing. So that's what I mean. Those are the type of things I really don't care for. But I'll tell you straight up, like, hey, I don't want to engage with that. Like, I'm not going to go back and forth. I'm not going to, like, shit on you because you like it. But I can't be the one to talk about it with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of fair. I think some things don't need to be understood. Yeah. Like that. So, Nate, what is your biggest deal breaker? Uh, my biggest deal breaker is someone that isn't like a decent communicator. Mm-hmm. I think after what I just went through, like I can't not deal with that. Like at least I, my big thing is effort. Like if you show effort, then that shows that you actually care about something. So like no matter what kind of relationship it is, like we could be dating, friends with benefits, like any form of like a relationship i need some kind of communication to know like what's going on because i don't like guessing and i think that's just a mature thing to do like it's very common now to like just go someone when you're uninterested mm-hmm. and i feel like that shouldn't be the norm yeah. i just think like if i'm an in- uninterested in someone i'm gonna tell them like hey um i'm not interested anymore like and just be mature about it like explain or not really explain but like just tell them the state of things and that's it like I feel like that goes a long way because I feel like when there's no communication, that gives a lot of leeway for the mind to just like come up with random shit. Like, yeah, I'm a very anxious person. I will come up with some shit. Like, if someone like goes me for like two days, I will come up with like <laughs> Bro. the worst possible situation. Like, like she just got like a train ran on she her. She is Whoa. getting. I'm thinking she died or something. No, no she's, she's getting alive. fucked in the mouth she's right now. Living, she's living her best life, bro. She is no drooling way. and yeah. crying on someone yeah. else's no penis. No fucking right way. She's with five, six, you four niggas. You guys are dumb, dude. <laughs> I mean, doing tricks and shit. <laughs> spinning around like they all doing helicopters. <laughs> Insane. If it's been two days, though, like I told you, if somebody... Well, not two days. It just depends. So, I will say, it does depend. Because... You kind of have to establish a pattern with someone. Like, some people like to text every day. I can be okay with that. But we have to, like, establish that pattern. Like, mm-hmm. but, like I'm the kind of person that cares about somebody's day. Like, yeah, sure. 100% tell me about your day. But, like, also, don't just be, like, just trying to get attention to me from me for, like, no reason. Like, I get it. But also, like, you know, there's got to be a little bit of purpose behind it. But, yeah, like, communication yeah. is fucking huge. Like, even if you're not feeling me, I want you to tell me that. If you are feeling me, I want you to tell me that, like, because I'm the type of person I'm, I really, I seriously hate being vulnerable. Me too. But go, however, right? however, comma. <laughs> if I'm dating someone and I'm not giving 100%, I'm not like, like even if I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket, like if I'm not like giving you me, then like there's 100% no point in us like doing this. Like if I can't be vulnerable or like be myself with you, like 
and I'm gonna tell you, like, I'm the kind of person that's gonna tell you a lot about me. Like, I'm gonna give you me in like pieces, but I'm gonna also like just be a hundred percent authentic. Like, mm-hmm. let me just say, let me just say this: <laughs> if y'all can't be vulnerable, then you ain't ready to date. Let me just say that. Just start off with that. You can't be vulnerable, and I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know, sidetrack the conversation. I'm just throwing it out there. If you are not vulnerable and you can't be vulnerable, are you for me? Like, go talk to somebody. Go talk to a professional, whatever. Figure that shit out before I you go back you. into the game. That's number one. Number two, I 100% agree because a poor communicator is a is an extreme frustration, and that is that's not even just like a relationship deal breaker. That's just a a, a person that I'm dealing with in my free time deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because. If you're the kind of person who say you're upset and you don't know how to say that you're upset, so you act in certain ways and I got to figure out that puzzle, I don't have that kind of energy. And, and you just tell me. It's also not about being like the best communicator. It's about effort. Like If you can show effort, that is something that you can work on. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Like if you show understanding like, hey, I'm not the best communicator, but I want to try, like that is fucking huge as a person. And I think also it's not even just their willingness to, to speak it's also how can they listen? Like, how do they hear you? Because it's frustrating when you're talking to somebody and they are just not understanding what you're putting down. Their ability to listen is also important. That's part of communication. Because it's frustrating when you're talking about something with somebody and you can say something seven different ways and they are just not picking up what you're putting down, not because they're incapable of doing so, but because they're too busy thinking about what they're about to say next. They're too busy focused on how they're feeling uh, and, and so, like, at the end of the conversation, nothing was accomplished because mm-hmm. they don't understand you. There's different ways to communicate, too. Like, I feel like, like, when someone, like, if I'm saying something to you and you're not understanding, I will make the effort to, like, like, okay, if you're not understanding this, maybe there's a way that I'm saying it. But also, like, it's got to be received as well. Mm-hmm. Like, the person has to be open to receive. Like, I feel like it's an open, mm-hmm. it's a revolving door type of thing. I feel like I'm a good communicator. But my downfall is that I'm too honest. Like, my downfall is I say exactly how I feel, I regardless of, of if it hurts your feelings or not. <laughs> so, so, you shut the fuck up, okay? Oh. In my experience, my limited experience with you, sometimes, sometimes you don't be listening. Sometimes I don't listen. Okay, and I, I can admit that. However, I'm, I'm very introspective. So, a lot of the times, I might ingest something initially and not really be able to process it but then later on i'll be like okay i'm sorry like i thought about that some more like i i that was fucked up or you know i understand what you're saying so i can do that later in the moment especially if i'm upset if i'm having an argument or or a dialogue with somebody especially if it's my man and we're not getting along i will just tap out i will just be like okay at this point i can't effectively do this with you so i'm just gonna go so i can calm myself and get my thoughts in order that's for sure when it comes to being blunt though sometimes i don't always like take it into consideration who i'm talking to sometimes like i used to get this when i was in a relationship he used to tell me all the time he's like i'm not coming for you like i love you you need to you're talking to me you're not just talking to some random nigga and i'm like you know what you're right i'm sorry that i put that in the way i did I mean, yeah, but sometimes I just feel like, okay, if he, if somebody asks me, do I look fat in this dress? I'm going to be like, oh, mm, you know, a little bit, maybe. Like, and that's just 
a very basic example, but it's more like I can communicate effectively, but how I say things and like my tone about things is where it kind of gets fucked up. Okay, but there's a difference between being blunt and trying to hurt feelings. Yeah. I wouldn't try to hurt feelings, but sometimes if I feel like you're coming for me, like you're trying to insult me, then I might insult you back. But the thing is, the things that people think that I say that's really insulting, that's the most mildest shit I could possibly say. I got some more shit in the arsenal that I could pull out for you. But yeah, I'm but trying to be calm. Just because it's mild doesn't mean that it's not. No, but I'm not going to. Mild gonna... to you isn't mild to someone else, though. <laughs> that's true. But I'm not going to give that unless it's unless I'm getting it, is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not just going to be mean. And I would never be mean to my man. I love that guy. Why would I be mean to him? But I'm going to be honest. Why does anybody? Because they don't actually like them. Nah, then we gotta talk about that. How people are in relationships with people that they don't actually fucking like. Ain't that about a bitch. You don't even like that person. You just with them. So when it's good, it's great. And y'all can be romantic. And, and when y'all fucking and all that shit is, is nice. But when y'all get into it, y'all actually be fighting, like tussling. Because y'all don't <laughs> like each other. So yeah, my next deal breaker really is lying. And I take it very personally because we just talked about this the other night. I feel like if I'm with somebody, he should be my best friend. He should be like my homie. So if you lie to me, now I feel like you're really disrespecting me. Because you wouldn't lie to your bros. And th- those are your bros. Those are your homies, right? I be lying to my niggas. Why I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> they be catching me too. Why Liars me? lie. You said, huh? I said liars lie. Liars lie, but I'm like, why would you lie to me? Like, I'm, we've established a vulnerability. We've established this sense of trust with each other. You so why would you lie comfortable. to me? That's true. Because I'm like that. <laughs> I can be I'm like just that. pushing back on what you said about the whole you would lie to your bros. I mean, if they would lie to you, they would lie to you. To their bros. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I think it depends on how much a guy respects the girl that he's with. True, and but, of course, this is heterosexual about... perspective because I'm straight. So I can't speak on, you know, the other dynamics. We're talking about, we're assuming the person respects you. Like they respect. I think lying is a sign of disrespect. So, or the lack of respect. So sometimes lying doesn't come till years later. And then you realize, okay, this was a lie. Or this person is now starting to lie to me. And I think at that point it's more hurtful. But I'm like, I'm, I'm. I'm real enough to be able to take what you said. It might hurt my feelings, but I can eat it. But I'd rather you just be real with me because I'm never going to lie to you. So if you're a liar, yeah, I can't fuck with you. I can't trust you. I can't even leave change on a goddamn counter around you. You might swipe from me. That's how I feel. I think it's a spectrum. I, don't, I wouldn't say... I don't I think it's a black say, and white yeah. thing. I don't think it's black and white either. Uh, I think there are definitely circumstances where it's okay to lie or to not truth, if you will. But... Uh, that's also a deal breaker for me, in general, liars. And I'm talking about the people who lie when it's just like not even necessary. Compulsive people that just, liars, yeah, they, they just say, and it's like, okay. <laughs> that's you. Hey, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nah, it's it's really little shit. Like, like, hey, Yo. you listen to that shit I, I sent you? Yeah. See, that's fine. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, 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 that's hell no. I didn't <laughs> listen to that shit. What? Yo, and you're not going to. I be, no. I would be so <laughs> mad. Oh my god, I'm be watching TV shows. Mm. People recommend me. I got a list. Yeah. I couldn't tell you one show on that list. Oh, well, I guess that's different. But I'm saying, like, nah, I wish I could think of an example off the top. Because luckily, I've never dated a liar. But I have known them. I've worked with them. Mm-hmm. And I've 
I wouldn't even call it. I've been acquaintances with some of them, and it's just like they like the shit that they lie about. It's like your life did not is not any better off with that lie. Like you you would have been fine with just telling the truth, but you still lie. Or maybe their life is a little better off because they lie, but it's like for what, bro? Just be just be real. Just be real. Now I re- I don't have sympathy for people who date liars either. Because if there's got to be some accountability there. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Like, you, if you got eyes, you can see it. If you got two eyes or four, I mean, the flags you can see are there, it. but sometimes when you in love, you just, you know. No, that's bullshit. I have yeah, no that's so dumb. I have Hell no. Nah. Okay, well, I'm going to just speak for myself. When you caught up in the rapture of love, you might see the flag. The flag. That's not love, is... that's infatuation. It isn't no, I think it's love. That's infatuation. I think it's infatuation. That's infatuation. You think so? 100%. I mean, I don't know. Because I'd be. I'm right there in that boat. I would look clean past her shit. Yeah. Love does not cause self-harm. Infatuation does. Maybe. So mature ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So what's and this next comes one? from experience right here. This one. What's the next Codependency. Deal fucking breaker. Can't do it mm-hmm. codependence because people people always when you hear codependent you're like oh that's just somebody who like they're super tied up in their partner but they'll do anything for them because that's their whole world this this, and that and it's like nah codependency is toxic as fuck we always talk about narcissism and like how how bad narcissism is and you don't want to date a narcissist this is not and it is it is but the other side of the coin of narcissism that is equally as bad is codependency. You cannot date a codependent. Dating a codependent is like pouring Hennessy in a cup with a hole in it. You're just wasting all of that, all of that money, all of that effort. It's going out the drain. It's wasted because they will never be fulfilled. Ever. When you say codependent, what do you mean? I don't know. Look the definition up. It's like a, it's a, it's a clinical thing. Codependency is people. You know what? It's actually crazy because um, a guy that I was in a situation with had told me that you're supposed to be codependent. That's not true at all. That's he bullshit. said we're supposed to be codependent <laughs> no. on each other. You can't Mm-mm. be independent and be in a relationship. That yeah. is. So let me say this. There is independence. There is codependence. And then there is interdependence. Interdependence is what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because you don't want to be independent. Because they're, like you do depend on each other. If you're gonna be together, there are things that you have to depend on each other for. Otherwise, like, what are you together for? Interdependence is I am fine by myself. I am better with you. Okay. Well, according to um, well shit, this ain't Webster. We only trust Webster. Okay. Never nah, mind. Give me dictionary.com. <laughs> okay. So life. according to this. Codependency is an emotional and behavioral condition that affects an individual's ability to have a healthy, mutually satisfying relationship, mm-hmm. also known as relationship addiction. Mm-hmm. In codependence, they eventually like you become their source of happiness. Yeah, and that's a lot of that's a lot. Oh of my god, that's pressure. Such a heavy weight. That's weight, and it's like they they're never satisfied. They'll say. Uh, you do one thing and they they ask for the opposite. So you do the opposite and they're like, "How can you not do one of one thing?" You're like, "Yo, you you told me you didn't want this. You literally said this is not what you wanted." So, it's it's just it's it's impossible. It's exhausting. A whole lot of tears, not necessarily from you, but from somebody. 
Yeah, I think my ex was codependent. Now that you now that you say that. He was very we were wrapped up in each other, but he was very much so wrapped up in me early, like first. Mm-hmm. And he was just so reliant on me to be happy that if I wasn't there or we weren't good, like he would freak out. Like I remember one time we got into it. It was over some dumb shit. It wasn't even nothing crazy. We were long distance, obviously. Seven hour time difference. We got into it at night. I got off the phone. I said, I'm going to bed. I went to bed. I woke up six in the morning. And he was outside my door. <laughs> he drove the entire night. Like when I said I went to bed at like 11 or 12 or maybe like nine, 10. And by six in the morning, he was knocking at my door. You better cool it down. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I swear to God. Because it, it, at first I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. Like he really drove here. But then I thought about it. I was like, you know. Restraining order. That's actually kind of crazy. I feel like he just relied on me a little bit too much to be happy. Which I think is just a sign that you don't know what you want. You don't know yourself. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's part of it. But also, a codependent is just a codependent. And they gotta work through that. But but the other part to it about codependents is that they're cold-blooded. What do you mean? Those niggas are cold-blooded. So, you are... When you are the the fixation of a codependent, you are their source for that happiness, for those endorphins, that serotonin, all of them feel good chemicals, all of that stuff. So they give a shit. They give way too much of a shit about you, right? Should the time come that you are not that source, they do not give a fuck about you. It flips. Mm. And you mean nothing to them. Let me sound personal. Are Are you okay? No, you could. I've I've seen it. Now, I've seen it with friends, and I've and I've experienced it. Uh-huh. So, my ex, she told me while we were dating, she was telling me like about her exes, and she was like, "Yeah, uh, fair warning, like I could just stop caring about somebody like that." And I was like, "That's kind of weird. You should probably unpack that." But whatever. And then, when we broke up, the first official time, if you will, <laughs> right? First time. She got cold when i say she got cold blooded like i was i'm doing all of the shit for her because we were broken up but i but like i was of the of the at the time i was in the mentality that you could still be cool with somebody you broke up with so i'm doing all of the shit for her looking out for her and she was saying shit to me like like you're not the priority and like you don't matter this this, this and that and i'm like well, first off i don't i didn't ask to be the priority about anything yeah. with you so you ain't need to say that shit <clears throat> uh, and i was doing shit like watching her car watching her house doing all of this shit and she's saying that shit to me. You're, you're telling me I'm not the priority when I'm doing shit nah, to you? Nah, not in Georgia. Like, what? Come on now. And she had a Hellcat. That shit go. Oh, I right. like that shit right. go. <laughs> and the thing is, like, they have these... It's so weird. It's like when, a, when a, a codependent fights for your love and for your attention, when you pull that shit away, when you give it to them, they don't care. When you pull it away, they care too much. It's weird. It's weird, but it happens. Whenever I would pull away, she come clawing back, knocking down the door, that like doing a whole all of this lot shit. Of trauma. I'm trying trauma to trauma bonding, trauma response. When that's narcissism and codependence. I mean, that, I, yeah, I can, I can tell you that. Parents, much. Yeah. I can't deal with someone that has bad hygiene. Swear yeah. to God. Yeah. I was one of them niggas in high school that if you smell like axe. We can't be friends. I don't care if you're on a football team. Yeah. <laughs> we are about to be adults. 
And if you can't make healthy decisions about the way that you smell, the and this is just dudes like like friends like if you smell like X, that just shows you are not mature. Like obviously your mom is still paying for your phone bill, mm-hmm. um, like and and a whole bunch of other shit. Mm-hmm. But like that just shows like you don't care about yourself. And if I care about somebody, or other people, because you yeah. got subjective. Oh that. my yeah. god, man! But that's I, just dudes. But like girls, like. I, I cannot date a woman that does not give a fuck about her hygiene. Because if I'm, if we're going to be together, I got to want to like looking at you. And one of my love languages is um, physical touch. Mm-hmm. And if I touch you and I feel like some, <laughs> she got some dirt, action going if you are not exfoliating... <laughs> Once every three days. You gotta clean okay, your wait, wait. Flag oh. on the fucking play. Flag on the play because the person you end up in a relationship with, you ideally should already know about their hygiene standards, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not saying like you still be I'm saying if we're gonna be together. Yeah. But do you before. think after the point that y'all have like crossed the threshold into a relationship that bitches just suddenly stop washing their no, ass? Like, I don't think he's saying that. I think he's just saying that you wouldn't I, make it to that point, right? Yeah, you wouldn't make yeah. it. You okay. wouldn't make it. Yeah. You're not going to last at all. But yeah, like I feel you like know, you have to... I am a self-care nigga. I am a shower princess. I would be in that bitch for 30 minutes. And I ain't even touched my face yet. You got to be careful with that hot water. Well, yeah, I'm obviously not using hot water because I understand how to use my body or how to clean myself. But um, <laughs> Both of them, actually. Both of them. You're damn right. Both of them. <laughs> but... I am very delicate with myself because I feel like the way that you treat yourself is how you treat other people. Yeah. So if I'm not taking the time out of my day to make sure that I'm clean and that I look good, then I don't care about how the other person looks or how they're feeling and that I'm not being aware. Like, if I'm not self-aware first, that damn sure can't be aware of other people. I'll put it even yeah. more simple. If you got bad hygiene, you just smell bad. I don't want to smell it. You just think. Like that's that's really it. I don't want to smell it. I love you lay, when you're laying next to somebody, and they, they just good. smell good. Like they oh, just, they just smell good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, I'm gonna just say this for the ladies out there. Okay. And this is for all my singles who are trying to catch a man. You cannot be outside and not be on your shit. There's too much competition. Number one and number two, you gotta love yourself. Like. You can't attract a guy who's going to treat himself good if you don't take care of yourself. And I feel like as a woman in particular, you just have to be up on your hygiene. You have Mm -hmm. to be. I think for men, you guys have to as well, but y'all are weird about your shit. Nah, if my hygiene is better than yours, what do you mean we're weird? I believe that guys should wipe their dick after they pee. Not all of y'all do that. I think that's a hygiene thing. I wash my hands before I pee. If you pick somebody who doesn't, that's on you. No, I think that's a common thing. The shake off, that's like a common thing for y'all. No, I doubt. I'm a dad. It's good to know that you guys are clean niggas, thanks. <laughs> but I'm just saying a lot of niggas don't do that. The peen is clean. For me, hygiene is absolutely important. 100% deal breaker. If you got bad breath, don't even come near me because I can't kiss you. I can't. Like, I can't fake it either. Like, if it smells bad, I can't fake it. And even down to flossing. Like, there have been plenty of times, like, I was with my ex, and I would be, like, flossing. I'm like, why don't you floss? And it would turn me off, because I'm like, you know what? I'm taking care of my mouth, you know, ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Why are you not taking care of yours? You gonna introduce your shit to my shit? 
we're adults. Like, if you go to the dentist, the dentist is gonna tell you like, obviously you don't floss. Like, obviously, yeah. you don't, like he was swapping. I go to his the dentist. dentist happy. I'm like, boy, shut the hell up. <laughs> the dentist be like, why are you in here? <laughs> so I got a story. I got a story. So I'm gonna preface this by saying, you know, the most of the world does not wear deodorant. That's a real mm-hmm. American thing. So I had to adjust some standards, whatever, or at least the perspective. So this was in Europe. There was a girl. We went on a date. It was the first date. And I noticed she was just like a little musty, right? Just just a little musty. Now, nah, this was at like 6, 7 p.m. So I was like, maybe she had a long day. And maybe she like she came, she came, right, exactly. Like she came straight to this date from doing X, Y, and Z. So she a little musty, whatever. Then her breath was also not the freshest. <laughs> but same thing. I was like, well, I'm coming straight from where I'm staying at. So I'm like freshly sh- showered and brushed and all that stuff. And this was kind of last minute. So like maybe she didn't have the same luxury privilege. Cool. And also like she just, her body is ridiculous. So sometimes you make exceptions for things. But anyways, so that was the first date. And I was like, all right. Circumstances, you know, shit happens. Fast forward about like a week or so, I invite her over and she comes over about three hours later or so. So she's had time to prepare herself. And she gets there, her breast smells the exact same. It ain't great. That's nasty, dude. It's not great. That should have been a turn off from the first date. If you come on the first date and your breast stinks. Yo, I literally can't go out of my car for taking her shoes off in my car. Like, your feet stink. But hold on, no. Here's a so so. Like, you know, I was, I was horny. So like, I still smash. Bro, that's but, oh, you but, hey, no self love, man, bro. She, her, her body was probably top, top three that I've been with for sure. So in hindsight, it was I like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have not done it. I would still do it going back. But that's not the crazy part. The crazy part is, the next morning, I watched her brush her teeth. And her shit still smelled like that. That is. I was like, "Yo, crazy! You gotta have gingivitis or something." Gingivitis. Like, what's going on? I watched this shit. It sounded like you were fucking some German woman, or or like like Like, a bad tooth. I I I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. I watched this shit. Also, I'm not smashing. Yo, I've literally been with a girl, and I never mind. (laughs) TMI. Moral of the story. Wash your ass, bro. Like, you cannot be out here grown and adult. Niggas, and clean your nails, please. Oh, my God, please. Hey, don't forget the gooch. Gotta get the gooch. Yes. Yeah. Behind the ears, too. People and the neck. I'm the tired neck. of all you niggas wearing Crusty white neck. t-shirts in the summer. It's mm-hmm. hot. <laughs> and your neck is brown. Yeah. Love yourself. <laughs> I'll just put myself out there. When I started dating, my friends told me that I was being picky. And I've always been told that I have high standards. Regardless of the fact that, you know, I dated an ugly nigga and a broke nigga, but I, but that was love, you know what I'm saying? But when I when it comes to choosing people, generally I have, de- I, th- I don't think they're high, but people say they're, that they're high standards. They were saying I'm picky in my hoe phase because I wouldn't just fuck on anybody. Like I would have these things that had to be like, in place before I would and I don't think that's picky I think that's selective and I feel like if you're gonna be in your hoe phase you can't be selectively a hoe you you can't you don't have to just be out here just fucking on anything and if you're not selective then what are you 
I think being picky is when you're choosing who you want to be with based off of things that aren't like height do you think height's like a picky thing or a selective thing that's a selective thing and it's coming from somebody who's short you like what you like so what's picky dude i think it's about regarding stuff that's not scrimmed for you i wouldn't even say that i would say picky is is like you are shutting doors to things that you could like because the idea of it you don't like it you talking about anal no No comment but so like uh, for example i don't know but that's just racist i can't say that one if you say that you only like people who are who eat meat right Mm -hmm. it's random as hell but like say that right that's kind of picky to me Unless it's a functional thing, like you just eat a fuck ton of meat and you don't want to deal with somebody who you got to not eat it around, that's fine, whatever. But if it's just because you don't like the idea of veganism, but in actuality you could be in love with a vegan and live a great life with a vegan, but just the idea of it, that's that's picky. Okay, well, this, let me just put it like this. If I have my list of things that a nigga has to be, or a man, I'm sorry, I, I be calling y'all niggas all the time. I just want to say this right now. I mean no offense, okay? I love y'all. I have Unless like, you're broke. Unless you're broke. Yeah. <laughs> I have a list of things, right? So, okay. He got to make this much money. He got to be this tall. He got to have this car. He got to have this house. He got to do this. He got to know that. Those, I think if you have a whole slew of things that are requirements, and even if one of those things is off the list, then all of a sudden that person can't, like that person's a deal breaker, then that I think that's picky. Okay. Yeah. That, there we go. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Because there, you can have preferences. But to have all of those requirements and all those requirements be deal breakers, mm-hmm. not even picky. That's okay. Listen, we have a friend. Actually, a mutual friend. But she's talking to somebody. But the the girl likes dogs. And my friend doesn't like dogs. So she messaged know, me. Exactly. She was like, yeah, it might be a dub on her. Because she likes dogs. I'm <laughs> like, that's picky. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's picky. Because if this person likes dogs that much and is going to want dogs, and she doesn't like dogs... That's going to be a livable situation for her. That has to be a compromise, though. I think that's one of the things you can compromise on. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) If you don't fuck with dogs, you don't fuck with dogs. I guess. That's that's the reality. And I'm an animal lover. Yeah. So I wouldn't call that being picky. Because then what's going to end up happening is not a dog is going to be unhappy because you got to live with somebody who doesn't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. But to me, as far as like the whole picky thing or whatever, uh, and I use I use physical traits as an example, right? I can say that I want somebody to be so tall or to be so thick or to have like this kind of chest, this kind of ass, this, this, and that. And that's all fine and dandy, but that shouldn't stop me from liking somebody who doesn't have one of those things. Even if you got a type, you could say, oh, that's I not love- a door you should keep closed for real. But everything else is great about her, and you are attracted to her. Why would you close that door? Because how are you going to be fully attracted if, if they don't have all that? See, but that's what I'm saying. Want. That's what I'm saying. To oh, there we go. This is my this is my definition of picky. Closing a like forcefully closing a door that would not close on its own. Mm. That's picky to me. The door gonna close at some point. I'm not just getting a jump on it. Not, not necessarily. necessarily. You don't know that. You don't know that. So you mean to tell me? 
that short nigga that wanted my number and I gave it to him because I feel bad for him. No, I no, 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 that no. Door. <laughs> no. You gave it to him because you feel bad for him. That's on you. But I'm saying if you're if you got like a, a height requirement of six four because you just love tall niggas. You just love tall niggas. But you come across a short nigga that you are just as attracted to for the whole package. Like, why that's, would you be like, oh, well, because he's not as tall as the other ones. Like, that doesn't really, that doesn't really make sense to me. I don't think there's an issue with being picky sometimes. Because I'll tell the girls, be picky. Be ultra picky. So you get exactly what you deserve. This, I hate, okay. The, I hate, man, yo, that, word that is. shit is so irritating. Like, y'all love saying that shit deserves. How the fuck you know do you... What? Who determines what you deserve? You know what kills me? I do. You know what kills me? Women talk so much about getting Here what they go. deserve. Here you go. Y'all talk so y'all y'all overuse that word and then choose niggas that play you. Like why? No, that's the point. Yo, that's like, the point. Y'all don't know what it means then. That's the point. Stop using that word if y'all don't know what it means. I'm Man, get your ass. No. Torn the fuck up. I'm telling the ladies to get what they deserve so that they don't choose a nigga that don't deserve them. Not so that they could still go and shoot. If, if, if you listen to this, and I told you, you said, huh? I'm saying maybe y'all should use a little word a little less. I don't know. I'm going to say I'm not going to settle for less than I deserve. So if that means I'm Everybody picky. Everybody says that shit. Everybody says that shit. Not anymore. Oh, no, man. I did. They also said that. I did. I did no, before, I did. but not now. But growth is a, is a motherfucker. So <laughs> growth, I know for a fact, I, I don't always know exactly what I want. But I know exactly what I'm not going to do with it again. I know that. Boy, when I tell you we had a time recording this episode, we have like additional clips, like of separate audio. We got into getting your lick back and whether that's mature or not, and if it's okay or not. You know me, I'm, I know I told y'all don't get your lick back, but sometimes get it back. We'll circle back to that at another time. <laughs> My pet peeves on Chris, it's, it was a lot going on, but all in all, I really enjoyed recording this. Shout out to Chris and Nate. We actually lost our closing clip of them saying goodbye to you guys, but I'll do it on their behalf. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was super fun, like I said, and they definitely dropped some gems. I am pleasantly surprised with how unproblematic the guys are, but um, I don't know. The, the most problematic one actually didn't even attend, so maybe next time we'll get him on here and see how problematic Jamaicans can get. <laughs> but yeah, until next time. If you would like to support the podcast, I implore you follow us on Instagram at let me just say this underscore pod. You will get the clips. You will get the updates. When we start making the visuals, they will probably be exclusively on Instagram for a little while. So definitely check that out. Follow us. And thank you guys so much for all the support. Love you long time.